morning people, it's Carla and this is the new episode of Flowful Meets, a podcast that gives a platform to all wonderful people, projects, organizations and enterprises out there that contribute in whatever way to a better world. We talk about how easy it is to contribute to a change, but we don't sugarcoat the challenges you have to face. On Flowful Meets, people share how to learn from mistakes and how they keep motivated. Hello, early morning sunshine Shining in through the shutters of my window Well, I'm glad I can see you again It's been a long time, my very old friend We'll sit and talk for a while Today, Flowful meets Fook, Phil and Tuat. All three of them have put a lot of love and energy in a piece of land close to the Cat Tien National Park in Vietnam. Initially, we wanted to visit the Forest Call Lodge and his owner Tuat, and also Fook and Phil, a couple that started a project called La Vie Belle, which focuses on body and nature connection. Well, it turned out that it's the same place. When we arrived at this beautiful and peaceful place called Forest Call Lodge, we learned that Fook and Phil just took over the place from Tuat. Tuat is a former government official who handled foreign researchers and donors involved with the nearby Katia National Park. He wanted to find an independent way to build a better world and founded the Eco Lodge Forest Call Lodge in 2014. Tuat dreamt of a place where people can experience a peaceful life with environmental and social consciousness a place where education plays an important role and where people can come and heal themselves in a quiet place. Fook and Phil share this vision with Tuat and are aiming to build a community model in that people, animals and all beings are free and happy. The Vietnamese-French couple wants to create a space for participants to experience the outer and inner nature through activities such as meditation, yoga, nature immersion, art creation, and leading a simple autonomy life. While Phil started to potter at sustainability 16 years ago, had Fook her turning point seven years ago. After going through an inner transformation, they wanted to share what they learned, and they started their project La Vie Belle in Ho Chi Minh City, also called Saigon, Vietnam's largest city. In the beginning, we, we did the uh, kind of homestay thing. In our house, we have like two... Uh, two bedroom. It's a two bedroom house, and then we can kind of do Airbnb. Mm -hmm. uh, people come there and they practice yoga and they do vegetarian. Um, they eat vegetarian things, so they they, they really share the same atmosphere with us. And a lot of them, it was their first experience with yoga and meditation. And then after like three or four days, they they like they they can really kind of feel something. A lot of them came out and say that they will, they will, they will continue some, uh, with the travel yoga in the travel and also during um, when they come back they will search for something in their town, and then that that was for the tourist part, and then for the local people, uh, we uh, we do the um, every two weeks we have a in town retreat. Like, uh, because like people always uh, think about well, it's in the city and they don't really have the space to, uh, to relax and things. And after kind of one week working, and they really feel a lot of my friends really feel stressed and tired. So where's the solution for that? And then we we organize the more kind of community based um, 
Intel retreat for people. Like every every time we receive around fifteen, uh, young people, uh, and then we uh, we we uh we gather for one day from eight a.m. till about five or six p.m. So we have we design different activities for them to get in touch more with themselves, using uh yoga, meditation, art therapies, uh, movement therapies. We did every two weeks. That's kind of Intel. Uh, retreat activity and it was all non-profit. It means that people bring the food, uh, vegetarian food in, and and we share the space uh, in our house, and uh, we didn't charge any from from the project. In Saigon, we really kind of okay. Uh, we really need something one firstly for ourselves in order to be. Closer to the nature and closer, closer to ourselves as well. And the other thing, at the same time, we can share with others. I really realized before teaching was just um, theories, and then like I really realized that the self happiness only can maintains with the uh, with the uh, with the connection with ourselves, with the other human, and uh, the nature or the universe in general. If we lost one of the connection, we cannot find the uh, the true kind of happiness because of those things that that we found out. Uh, we decided, uh, okay, we will we we will search for something in order to to implement the the the, the idea and the and the concept. So it started as an idea to find a place for them away from city life a place to live in harmony with nature, being closer to themselves and doing things they love the most. But they always had the community experience in mind, so they knew that they want to share the space with everyone. We want to, uh, I'm, I'm saying we, because it's not only me, it's right. me and uh, Philip and I, and, um, and we want to create a kind of community models uh, in which people live within that community, they feel uh, happy and free. They uh, they feel that they have a life purpose and they live a life uh, connected to themselves and the people around and the nature. So that's why that space definitely should be in the nature. And, uh, but then that That kind of thing is a kind of vision, right? Uh, you cannot reach that in in the matter of month or even year. Like it's something we we, we it's our dream. But then, like uh, in order to 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 reach that kind of vision, we we create an uh, uh, an experimental space where people can can really experience those uh, those things. It, those things are the nature outside, the outer nature, and the nature, the inner nature, the nature within themselves. Uh, some of them can participate in directly uh, as a guest, staying here for three, four, four days or a week, something. Some of that, uh, they, they are volunteers. So they, with a volunteer, we only receive volunteer who who can who can stay here for minimum three months and then uh, so we, we want to build a more kind of volunteer base 
uh, and then it's run by the community itself and we wish that it won't be kind of uh, community models that people can can copy and then we are not afraid that somebody will copy us we wish that it won't be as much as many as possible it's a space for people to experience the, the inner nature and the outer nature in order to get connection with with themselves with people um, with the nature yeah in order of course in order to be free and happy but Fook and Phil didn't have that connection all their lives. For, for me, it was for my personal uh, story or for my personal discovery uh, of ourselves. And uh, like when I work in corporate, I feel like I always feel that's a lot of things missing. Uh, and like though I got like a lot of things that the young people at my age at that time dream of, like a, a nice apartment, a car with a driver and in a good position in a company. But then I, I wouldn't feel fulfilled with, uh, with the things. And my life was purely kind of in the office to the client or to like uh, the space of the office. And then the, the car, and like five star hotels or whatever. So I, I found that it was missing something and I started to, to discover what was the part missing. And, uh, and once I found out that, oh, that, that, that was a connection, the real connection with myself uh, and the, with the nature, I really, really feel my life very much different. Like, uh, I feel kind of more creative, feel more kind of free, and I don't have to bother too much about, like, what people are saying, and, like, of course, we listen to them, but then it, 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 we, we don't take it personally, we don't let what they say or their words uh, control us. So, uh, so I feel my life more kind of uh, free and happier. Uh, and then Philip uh, had the same thing, uh, had the same story. Like he before he worked in RIP and uh, everything was good. And then after like some certain kind of uh, uh, change of life, uh, and he 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 really had to rediscover himself. One really can feel that Fook and Phil found the connection to themselves and to nature. Both have such a grounded and calm energy. Going through this inner transformation, they figured out that there's a huge demand for connection everywhere around them, especially among young people and even more in urban surroundings. I found out that it's really, it's, of course, it's the urgent need for, for like more than, for a lot of people, but especially if we can kind of plant the seed with the young people, then it's too, too late afterward. Like uh, they can find something like probably at the early uh, at the early age, then it's better than like uh, twenty or uh, fifteen twenty years after. So uh, and then during the time working with the NGO community as well, the special thing about NGO communities in Ho Chi Minh City is like they are all young. Like I think uh, most of them like uh, like um, twenty five. 
to thirty-five something. Mm. So they are very young people. It seems that they 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 did the the volunteering work or whatever. It's a it's a way to find to search for themselves, and uh, and then uh, a lot of them they do the work of giving, but they are not really happy themselves. You know, to give you have to have something. I think that uh, well, it's 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 the time to 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 do something for the young people, and for people in general, but especially uh, for the young people. So that's why we kind of everything we do, like uh, for the even for the price and everything, we try to like to to do at the level that the very kind of very uh, people with a very low salary they can afford it for a few days. Uh, and then, like a lot of the young people, they came. They came in with their own kind of stress, with their own kind of uh, loss, even some depression, or like. And then, after like a few times joining us, like they really touch something, and then they 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 find something, uh, for for themselves. And one of the things that they, a lot of people they say, like, oh, they I will I haven't spent enough time for myself. Uh, that's that's a very uh, frequent feedback that that we got from the testing project in Ho Chi Minh City. From the different projects that are participated in in the NGO community as well, people always feel that they wanted to spend time more for themselves, but there is no place, or it's either one is too expensive, or the other one is like um, it's not uh, proper. You know, for them to to do such kind of purpose. So, um, so basing on on all of their feedbacks, uh, we think that um, yeah, it's definitely necessary to have something like that. And then also, like when we have the concept kind of set up, organized, we talk to different people, and then a lot of them they really really find that oh, that is something really missing in Saigon. Luckily, Katien is not far from Saigon, and when they heard that Tuat decided to spend more time with his family and was looking for someone to take over the forest core lodge, they didn't wait long. So when we visited Fug and Phil, they basically just arrived and were still on a process of taking over the eco lodge, making plans and slowly transforming into La Vie Belle. For the moment, we have the daily routine. In the morning, uh, we wake up at five, and then we have meditation at five thirty for one hour, and then we have yoga class, and then we have like community breakfast, and then after that we start doing the gardening for about one two hours, and then uh, after that we spend a few hours relaxed before the lunch time. Uh, and then in the afternoon we we relax until like uh, four o'clock before we start the doing again gardening or kind of uh, building stuff and then after that we have the uh, community dinner and then the last activity of the day uh, is another meditation for another one hour we have the routine of the space uh, co uh, kind of community routines but then at the same time we still kind of provide a lot of space for people can, who can who want to do uh, things for themselves uh, during the free time uh, one of the, our aim here is that we we try to like even for us the founder or the volunteers 
we aim to have like only five hour working per day uh, and for the rest of the time we kind of spend more time for ourselves or whatever like we love but for the purely uh, uh, for the, the the work of the space is uh, five hour ma maximum of course for at the beginning uh, we need to spend more time to to uh, to rearrange and do things but we we target like it, it is the first two months and then after that we will have to to to, to follow the target of uh, five working uh, a day one of the things that uh, one after after two months of setting up every and then uh, having everything uh, kind of pretty organized in a simple way then we will open the uh, like the routine to to the communities here, like to local people. If they want to practice yoga, they're welcome to uh, to to practice. And uh, we are we are more than willing to to offer them for free. But then that will not the aim. The aim is like how to make them not taking it for granted, because like when you receive something for free. People have a tendency to be less committed, and and then they don't take it seriously. So, um, probably in some certain way of exchanging things, or kind of work. Like before, we did people pay some certain amount. Like they pay for the day they they don't commit. Mm -hmm. Instead of they pay for the day that they commit. So they so there is different kind of mechanism that I really have to. To see how people feedback, how to see people say about that, and before really fully implement into into the real thing. Even though Fook and Phil just started in Katien, I wanted to know if they can share any mistakes or lessons learned already. Oh, a lot, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, there's always there's a lot of mistakes, you know. To I mean, and then for me, uh, uh, I. I mean, I wouldn't call it a mistake, and mm -hmm. normal like uh, I would think that is a a lesson. Say, for example, like um, working with people, with especially working with uh, young people. And then before, like I always have like a tendency, like we always have like the tendency to give people advice. At some certain point, I realize that we talk too much, and so. I I realize that one we should listen more, mm. and uh, instead of giving give them giving them advice, it's really better if you can really make them or empower them to find the solution or mm. to find the answer for themselves. They come to me or to any for a question or problem, and then like sit down and then oh why don't you do that why don't you do that. And then it's for for before I did it, and then slowly I said, right, no, no, it's not something because one people feel that they still depend on on me, and then the other thing is uh, they don't feel uh, confident or empowered by doing that. But then if they 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 can find the solution themselves, mm. then they implement it and they feel more confident about themselves. Mm -hmm. In the future, Fukenfil definitely want to focus on working with local people. For now, they have a ratio of 70% tourists and 30% Vietnamese, but they're aiming for the other way around. But they also want to connect with their neighbors in Katien. 
and the local authorities to give them a better understanding what their project is all about. But this is more long term. For the next few months, they particularly have one goal. One of our aims for the next like two years will be we want to sustain ourselves within this place. We want to minimize the purchase and and it kind of from from the outside. So like uh, it's one hundred percent vegetarian. So we want roll all the uh, vegetables and fruits and things in order to 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 provide enough for the amount of people here and for ourselves. Uh, and then like other system of more kind of uh, self-sustain. Say for example, like um, if you have to depend too much, like uh, water or electricity or whatever on the on the outside, then it means that you one you have to pay much as well, mm-hmm. and the other thing is that you still have to really depend on them, and your freedom is limited. So, uh, yeah, that's me. So we start doing the garden, like we start having the plan for the space, like where to do the uh, kitchen uh, garden and where to uh, where the soil need to be uh, kind of recover a little bit and uh, where the, we can use the, the soil directly. Mm-hmm. So it's like the, nat- the natural farming will be one of our key things to start. And also at the same time, we still carry our routines and uh, different activities in order to, to bring people here. And then in the next two months, we will start having the retreat, uh, the kind of every two months retreat for people like uh, it's more specially designed retreat of uh, four or five days for those people who don't have the chance to really stay here long. They have a more kind of focused time for themselves. We will do uh, for sure yoga meditation, like those activity in order to help people to get in touch more with themselves. Mm-hmm. Yoga meditation, art therapies, and movement therapies that will be uh, the methods that we will use. But then like basing on the, the group and the topic of the retreat that we will dig more into and design it specially. This day sounds like quite a workload and in the latest Body and Nature Connection workshop I co-facilitated, I once again experienced that sharing your energy and connect with people and their energies can be really exhausting. Once a week, I give myself a lazy day. So it means like I have a space to breathe, <laughs> like not to really kind of every day, every time in that kind of routine. So here we have a lazy day, like uh, once a week, to, I mean, after the first month. So for the moment, we still kind of work every day. But then, like uh, the aim for the first after the first month will be kind of we start implementing like once uh, one lazy day a week. So kind of I can okay breathe, mm-hmm. and then I not really feel that oh I'm living in a square mm-hmm. that full of routines and things. I think uh, once we really feel uh, that what we are doing is meaningful, at least to ourselves and to the other then we have more motivation to do that. So, and then once we see the, the impact or the, uh, see how people change, we see that it, uh, it, it helps to inspire us more as well. And then like for, for me, like uh, whenever I come to the nature, I feel like that's enough. I, I really don't have a design to, to help more. I think it's more 
way when I'm in the nature. It is thanks to Tuat that the nature not only at the forest college but also in Katien is like it is and one can connect with its beauty. A few years ago the Katien National Park, which is the most diverse ecosystem in Vietnam by the way, was at risk. In 2011, the Vietnamese government planned to raise 400 hectares of Katien to generate two hydropower dams. Fighting for Katien and the local people's life, Tuat started a petition urging the authorities to prevent construction and created the Love and Save Katien supporters group. This petition got signed by almost 5,000 people and an open letter that Tuat wrote was not only brought to the Vietnam National Assembly, it was also answered. Two years and a lot of effort later, authorities decided to listen to Love and Save Katien and didn't build the dams. What an amazing success for a grassroots movement, right? After those years of fighting, Tuat started to dream of a place where people and nature live together in peace. I would like to be independent. And then when I'm independent, I, can, I would like to to bring something I study and, and, and I see very well in, in Japan. Uh, so I, learned, I, I want to be a normal farmer and, uh, and I want to live with, uh, with my garden. So I buy this land 2013 and I make uh, some garden with, together with my wife. And we do organic farming and do not use any chemical, any uh, herbicide, any pesticide. 100%, um, yeah, many uh, my staff, they did not understand and they, they argued with me to use uh, herbicide and for killing the grass, but I did not allow it, yeah. And that's the reason very well that uh, many birds, they come and many animals occupy, many, many animals from the park and they feel uh, the place here and they come. So that's why forest call, is mean forest call many animals uh, to come back, yeah. And I, I want to make a little forest here. Uh, from zero. Furthermore, Tuat strongly believes in the concept of community forestry, whereby the local community plays a significant role in the management of the forest and gives the local people the majority say in making decisions. This can be indigenous people, ethnic minorities, individuals and communities who have geographic, economic, social and cultural relationships with local forest areas. It involves Several interests includes people with all types of income, but first of all, it maintains healthy and sustainable forests and serves at the same time local livelihood needs. Tuat already puts time and energy in implementing this concept at Katien. The community they, they have uh, they very happy to do so, but uh, the only thing is. Um, now uh, we lack up um, uh, deep listening and mutual uh, trust between the local people and the government. We need uh, both deep research and, and uh, mutual respect and trust so we can do. I have uh, the idea of this place since uh, I study in Tokyo, Japan, and I see many people uh, they're independent and they can work very well in their organic garden and they connect with the whole world and many people and newspapers come and learn from them. Uh, so I think uh, we can do something in Vietnam, uh, but it's really difficult, but uh, we can do. Gosh, yes, we can. Thanks so much, Tuat, for your strong will and for your persistent effort to protect Mother Earth.
And Fook and Phil, you wonderful human beings. We wish you all the best for La Vie Belle. And we can't wait to have a lazy day in the garden with you again. By the way, they just told us that they are now having weekly lazy days and monthly retreats for the community. Furthermore, they are now under fully volunteer-based operation and the gardening is still on the way. The theory of change of La Vie Belle is as easy as powerful. Life in cities can be stressful and traffic, deadlines, eating prepackaged foods and money worries get us down. People are missing something essential in their lives. Connection. This makes us shift our priorities to things such as shopping or making more money, social media, well, and we even get more lost. Fook and Phil discovered that by themselves and started an inner transformation through meditation and yoga. Once they found out that it's all about connection, the connection with oneself and nature, they came up with a vision and started La Vie Belle. Fook and Phil want to create a kind of community model in which people feel happy and free due to the connection with themselves, the people around and Mother Earth. They aim to create a model that everyone can copy in order to create such connection spaces all around the country. They are aware that not all people can live in the city to reconnect, so they want to become a place where people can recharge and deepen their connection and learn ways to take this inner and natural connection back into their daily lives and urban environments. Make sure to visit La Vie Belle if you're around Vietnam. Join Fook and Phil in their peaceful home and just breathe. Check them out on Facebook, stroll over their website or find them on Airbnb. And if you're in Cathien, don't forget to visit the beautiful national park together with Tuat. He has a lot of stories to tell. You can find all links in the show notes below and on our website lowful.org. Spread the word by sharing this episode, our website or whatever. We are almost on all social media things. Music is by beautiful soul, Andrew Healy. Thanks for listening. Be flowful. Sit in the sand, holding hands, watch the sunset over the land And I'm glad that the bright blue water and the brown on the ground And the frown on your face is upside down Sunny palm leaves on the coconut trees Sway above our heads with the breeze through the leaves And all of these colors bleed as one All of these colors bleed as one